Welcome everybody. Can we start with the usual? Namaste, which means the divine in me recognizes the divine in you. The divine in you recognizes the divine in me. And this we say, why? And we do this, why? to remind ourselves constantly. We live in a world where we're surrounded by bad news, sorrow, pain, but we also live in a world where we do get good news, joy, but we seem to forget that because the mind keeps going to the negative more than to the positive. So the whole act of yoga, the whole act of yoga is to understand that as we think, we will become. And if we are really convinced of that, as soon as a negative thought comes or a fear comes, we can learn to replace it with faith, hope, peace. Pain is part of our life. You know that song? Thank you for sunshine thank you for rain thank you for joy thank you for pain it's a beautiful day <laughs> isn't it isn't it so all the dualities are necessary in this, on this earth. There's no God punishing us. There's nothing punishing us. It is action, reaction. What is God then? What is God? God is this powerful energy. It's like a power station. You want light? Turn on the switch. You don't want light? Don't turn on the switch. So we're going to talk today basically about the inner switch. What is our inner switch? How do we turn on this light? Because we are part of this power station. But if each one of us can turn on the light, the world can be a better place. And you know, for centuries now, spiritual masters have taught us, where is the kingdom of heaven? Where? You tell me. You've heard me say it a hundred times. Where? louder people on the zoom where is the kingdom of heaven haha -ha, great so why do we always look without we're funny creatures right don't you think we human beings we forget easily we forget so easily you know somebody does a hundred good things to us and maybe makes a mistake one bad thing and we judge them for the rest of their life why do we do this as human beings? How can we be so cruel not to forgive? This is the message of all the masters. You have to let go. The pains have to come to us for us to grow up. Otherwise, why would you look for spirit? Eat as much as you want, get addicted to everything, be sick and die. <laughs> but that's not what we were born to do and we all know this. We know this. There's a search in our soul from young children. We are searching for that consciousness. We don't even know what it is, you know. But all of us are searching. What is my mission? What is this? But then we get so tied up with society. And you got to have a good job. And you got to make a lot of money. Otherwise, you won't be happy. Nowhere does it say, you know, if you love what you do and you do it with your heart and soul, 
everything will come to you because what is this great energy of God? Love. It's love. Hard to describe in words because the love, when I say love, people think about human love, but human love is so fickle. It's so fickle. One day you love somebody, next day you don't. People are promising their love for all my life and six years later they run away. What, what is this kind of love? And so much pain is caused with this kind of love. Love is something much deeper. Love is going through the difficult times and the peaceful times. And sometimes love is accepting that you can't stay in a certain place. This is why it's so important to know yourself. So important to go into that consciousness, this mission that you've known. We spend so much time out there. And then when we go out there, we bring those thoughts home. So when you try to meditate, how is it going to meditate? Not possible. You can sit down and all those thoughts. Oh, she said, he said, da -da -da. I'm meditating. Did you meditate? You contemplated on all your pains, all your sorrows, all your fears. How is it going to help you? So the idea is to focus on this inner joy because as we think, it will become. So the mind thinks something negative, something painful happens as it happens to all of us. Nobody's exempt, right? Just remember that. Whenever you feel bullied by the universe, just think nobody's exempt. Everybody suffers. Okay, the pain is tremendous. Have compassion for yourself, okay? I'm in terrible pain. Oh, sorry, heart. <laughs> Tell yourself, honestly, do it with me now. Sorry, heart. I'm sorry you're suffering. You know, I'm sorry because you have to recognize the pain. Most spiritual people try to deny it. Oh, I can't be thinking like that. I, can't, I have to go through it. Yes, you have to go through it. And it is going to be painful. But no one thing. You get through it. And on the other side, it's going to be beautiful. Because that has been shown to us over and over through the ages, through the wars, through the world wars. What have we gone through? Throughout man's humanity. You know, people go, oh, the world is getting bad now. And I talked to Les in the morning. I said, well, it's been be before the beginning of time. How many of you study history? Right? In school, you study history, right? And you look back at your history books, how many wars the Mongols, uh, the, the overtaking the Spanish of, of the Mayan civilizations, the cruelty, Cambodia, Vietnam. It's been there forever. Go back to the landlords of England, right? 12th to 15th century. Nobody could own property. They took all the property from the farmers and all their money. It's been there forever. We can't change that. We can change ourselves. And that is the wonderful science of yoga. And that's why I love this science because, okay, we can change the way we think. Okay, I'm in pain today. Maybe I don't deserve it. I really don't believe I deserve it. But it's there. You can't wish it away. <laughs> I want it to go away. I want it to go. It's not going to go away. You literally, as the bear story, you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You have to go through it. And this is it. We have to go through it. 
Now, how do you go through it? This is the meditation on inner peace. The only way you can meditate on inner peace is to remember Namaste. Who am I? Who am I? In our Hindu scriptures, we say Shivoham, Shivoham. What does that mean? I am one with Shiva. So people say, oh, you're worshipping a Hindu god. No, Shiva actually is a symbol of we are able, we can reach that stage of meditation because he's always seated in meditation or dancing <coughs> and we can reach that state of watching our lives and understanding it. I'm not talking about enlightenment here. I think too many yogis go for enlightenment and they forget about how to live. I have met many people on this path. Oh, I meditate all day long and they're cruel to other people. For me, yoga is not this. Yoga for me is we are all one. We are consciousness. We are love. We need to work together. But if we are broken, we can help no one. Not even ourselves. So as the Bible says so purely and so clearly, love thy neighbor as yourself. I have to ask you, people come to me, oh, uh, feeling guilty about everything. Why so much guilt? Is this action going to be benefiting everybody in the long run? Ask that question. And if it is, do it. Changes are never easy, all right? Changes are never easy, but be brave. You know how you can be brave? Again, focus on that inner light. And remind yourself, because like I said, the human mind is so fickle. It forgets, it forgets that I am divine. I am part of this great consciousness. So you need to constantly remind yourself. Make up a song. You know, this is why we do mantras. Om Namah Shivaya. Or for Catholics, Thy will be done. Or Buddhist, Om Mani Padmi Ham. It really is up to you what path you choose. But we use mantras for reminding us we are much more than what we think we are. So we need to empower this divine in us, not for ourselves, not to be arrogant, not to show off, not to say I am better than you, but solely because that is the gift we've been given this body and we have a right not for us, but for the divine consciousness to be peaceful and happy. We have that right and we have that power that nobody can take away from us. You know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You build up this, this force field around you. And this is the practice of yoga. How do you build up this force field? By building the internal spirit, energy. You know, like I always say, I always say, we have to charge our computers, we have to charge our telephones, we have to charge everything in life, but do we charge ourselves? That's the missing ingredient. Once we start plugging in to that divine source, stop complaining. And feel compassion for yourself when you do. We're human. Remember, we're human. Cry if you have to. But know 
I'm going to give myself some time to grieve and after that I'm going to get on my feet and I am going to I'm going to be fine because there's a power inside of me and I trust that everything happens for them you know, we have, a, you know, one of the greatest masters I've met, Dada Vaswani. He's not, he died at 100, I think, two years ago. And I met him many times. He used to walk in the room and he used to radiate. And he always used to say, anything that happened at a stroke, God's plan is perfect. <laughs> and my father used to quote him a lot. And he used to say, Nalini, God's plan is perfect. And this is the inner meditation. The inner meditation is, you, if you try and sit down and meditate sometimes and things are going wrong, you cannot. So what do you do? You concentrate first. You bring the mind to one place. And the place that I would recommend is your place where you recognize what God is to you. Is it light? Is it love? Is it nature? Is it Shiva? Is it Jesus? Whatever it is to you. Because the human mind cannot do it without a form initially to start. Or something you see that reminds you of love. Oh, you know, oh, going to have a new baby. That is so elevating. Congratulations to Emily here. <laughs> she's going to have a baby. Do you know, it's such a nice thing. It's, and she's glowing. Something that opens your soul, your heart, your, 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 your inner joy. And for me, that's love. The feeling of a baby makes you feel love. A feeling, look, seeing an image of somebody you love will bring up those feelings. So you, instead of fighting the pain, focus on that that is good, that is well, and use that to focus on. And the negative will keep coming up. But focus and remember again and again, I am energy, I am soul, I am spirit. Can you all say with me? I am energy, I am soul, I am spirit. Because we are. And our poor spirit is begging us, you know, we don't listen, it gives us one pain. We don't listen, it slaps us. We still don't listen, it shoots us down. <laughs> and that's what the universe does to us, whatever you want to call it. The universe does to us because we have a higher mission. Until we get there, and you know you haven't got there because there's something in your soul that calls to you. <laughs> Please find me. People come to me, never done yoga in their life. I see a lot of patients and they'll go, I know there is something I need to do in my life, but I don't know what it is. But they know. But how do you know? I don't know. I just know that I know. So let's find out. How do you find out? You need to spend more time with you. What do you like? Start off thinking, what do you like? What brings love in your heart? What brings, some people say, oh, cooking, bring love. cooking brings love in my heart. Cook. And while you're cooking, bless the food and answers will come. What you need to do, nursing, whatever, computers. They, answers come from everywhere. It comes from everywhere. And that's what you must realize, not must, but will help you realize that the divine is everywhere, the consciousness is everywhere, and everyone and everything really is set up to teach us 
to go within. And the funny thing is, we don't unless we have pain. People won't look for something else unless they have pain. Isn't it true? It's through pain that you start to, I need help, I need something more. I'm in pain, right? That's when you need it. So I have learned over the years that pain is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Acceptance of pain is what is so hard. But if you think that this is, remind yourself, we live in a world of what? Duality. It will always be. My master said to me many years ago, Melanie, it will always be white and black, good and bad, right and wrong. It will always be like that. The job of a yogi is to go beyond it, to watch it, to witness it, to be able to go beyond your emotions, as you said today, Vicky. Exactly those words, emotions, because emotions get us, <gasps> and in Gibraltar, we're all very emotional, aren't we, would you say? <laughs> I'm not from Gibraltar, but I used to be very emotional. <laughs> And the yoga practice really helped to balance that. <coughs> I was way too emotional. Everything cry, everything take it personally. Oh my God, and I thought I was humble. Boy, did I have a huge ego, because anybody say boo to me and I would get upset. I mean, I didn't even know I had a big ego. But when I realized I did, and I was causing my own suffering, nobody, because I was too sensitive. So less of the high highs and you won't get so many low lows more of the inner peace the grounding this is what we talk about in yoga grounding meditation on inner peace you close your eyes with me now bring your arms bring your palms out towards me and I'll bring my palms out towards you. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Feel the energy in your hands. You feel it. It's like, it's electric. We are electricity. And this is the awakening of the inner meditation. We wake this electricity up. And that connects us to the divine source. Once you experience this more and more, then you're not bothered about the world so much. <laughs> because your time alone with this energy is so incredible that you know, okay, things happen in the world, they happen in the world, the world has to happen, but I am safe. You know you are energy, you know you're electrical, you know that the body will one day die and, and it will be wherever it will be, but it doesn't really matter because you never die, because energy never dies. Science has proven this, we will never die.
So many of our problems lie around fear of death, fear of the unknown. Well, what are you scared of? Isn't it going to be a brilliant adventure after this one? Why? How can I guarantee it? I can guarantee it because I know we're energy and energy never dies. But what are you going to do with the energy while it's in this body? Keep focusing inner meditation. Inner. When the mind goes out and everything is all over the place, just start at your place of work, in the kitchen, in your sitting room, looking out of the window. Just stop. I would really love if you stop many moments of the day and just stop and just breathe in. Just take a deep breath. And then breathe out. You feel you're not alone. You're just not alone because you feel others' energy is yours. You're part of the whole. This is a process. This takes time. You need to be very patient and you need to really want it so much. <laughs> You need to make peace your God, because that's how I did it. Peace became, my goal was peace. I wouldn't let anybody take away my peace. It doesn't mean you don't react in life. It doesn't mean that, you know, all these books, oh, if you do your, uh, all these practices, everything will go away. No, it doesn't go away. It just means you know how to whoomph, go above it or go within and create a barrier or border where it can't hurt you or touch you. And that is what we're working with the inner meditations. And more and more, when you, the, how do you start off doing inner meditations? Like I said, we have so many things go wrong in our lives. So when you get up in the morning, maybe you have so many things you want to do. My father taught me another secret said, so the moment you wake up, which he did, I witnessed every day of his life when I went to visit him in Hong Kong. The moment he got out of bed, even with cancer, even in the hospital, the first thing he would do is put his two hands together and say, thank you. First thing. Every single morning, first thing, body in pain, hospital with tubes, Thank you. The doctors loved him. You can imagine. They all wanted to save him. <laughs> and he said, doctors, but I'm not frightened to die. Why you put so many machines on me? <sighs> so thank you. Will you remember that tomorrow morning? The first thing you do, whether you're thankful or not, get into the habit. Just get up and say, Thank you. Put your hands together and put the thumb, try it with me, put the thumb against your heart. Put the thumb against your heart. This is our thymus gland, by the way. You can tap it. <laughs> it's really good when you have a heartbreak. You know, I am fine, I'm okay, all will be well. Can you say? I am fine, okay, all will be well. I have faith. I have faith, I have trust, 
Yeah, but faith, faith and trust comes with your own experience, not mine. I tell you stories because I want you to get inspired. I want you to get inspired. Uh, even in Sri Patanjali, the science of yoga, it says when you feel down, when you feel alone, when you feel there's you're in such a dark place, remember these moments because they will uplift you. Okay? And if you look at your lives, many of you, many people, when I tell these stories, they go, you know, Nani, actually this happened to me. I've never told anyone. Remember it. It happened to you. Remember it. It's happened for a reason. So when you're down, you focus on those in higher consciousness things. All right? It will take you out. It'll happen. It can happen. I know I'm not alone. I know I am not alone. And that's how you meditate on the inner peace, in the inner peace. And um, if you haven't done the Raj Yoga course, you must because it really gives you all the tools you need to understand this dynamic energy we call God or universe or divine or whatever you want to believe. And even atheists that I see, many people come to me because they haven't had help from therapists and maybe they come to me for hoping <laughs> there's a way out. I don't believe in religion. So you don't have to. I'm an atheist. Okay, do you believe in love? Yes, I do. Do you believe in peace? Yes, I do. Well, I can help you there. Do you see? You change the mindset. And this is how you work with your family. This is how you work with people in your house. You change their mindset. Yeah, but you don't deny that which is wrong also. You have to accept the pain. Yes, I'm in great pain. Or, oh yes, this is really sad. Give it lots of compassion. That's it. But don't feel sorry for yourself. Do you understand that? That goes into the downward cycle of being away from the inner peace. The moment you say, why me, why me, why me? And I go, I really don't know why you, but I'm sure there's somebody wanting you to do this for something better to occur. I know the plan is perfect. That's all I know. I don't know much more than that. I just know it's worked, okay? You need to know it works. So you need to do your practices so you get these experiences and then you feel, ah, God is always with me. I'm never alone. Even when you're alone, you don't feel alone. And that is a really good place to be. We need to inspire our world. We need to inspire our youth. We need to bring hope back into the world. That's our job. Especially in this generation, so many young people on opioids, so many people on drugs, so many people depressed because they have no grounding, nowhere to go. If they have an example, then they know they can do it. And all we can do is love them by example, love everyone by example. And they will learn through that love. As I give the example of my father and his love. Love goes a long way. So that's what we can do. So there's a lot. If you think you don't have a mission, you already got mission one. <laughs> and that's so huge, it can take up the rest of your life. Just to develop that inner connection constantly, you know, and just makes you so happy, you know. That's why I love meditation. 